Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. All right, and then after you do that and marvel at what you find, uh, join me in this conversation. First thoughts in the morning, literally one eye open. Um, trying to get clarity of the day and, you know, whether you're waking up. Let me tell you, if you deal with anxiety and depression, you know, you're probably just not rolling out of bed. We're going to tell you how to do it. We're going to talk through We're going to, we're going to work through this because, you know, we're going to first and foremost, first and foremost, get our uh, tongue to work. We're going to grab some lemonade. I am in the kitchen. I'm actually out of bed and uh, move around a little bit. Try to at least open the fridge, grab the last of the lemonade. Y'all, we got to make some lemonade today. I didn't do a in the kitchen with dryer bus because we were out volunteering in the community and so therefore we didn't we weren't live in the kitchen but now I'm live now we're here and we need to figure out again we got one more day y'all got one more day and for some of you that's one more day in the week before the weekend for some of you you got one more day because you're living each day by faith for some of us we got a schedule a calendar got to get productive got to get the got to get the uh, squeaky out the chair and <laughs> got to pour some lemonade And I said I was at the last of it, so I've got all kind of pulp in this one. And y'all know I don't too much care for the pulp, but I do love it. But I want a little bit. Of, I want a little bit of um, sparkliness to it, so I'm gonna add a little bit of fizz. I hate when I open a soda and there's like nothing, so I'm gonna just top that off a little bit. And you know what I want to talk about today. One of the things, first and foremost, let me tell you, if you found this podcast because you're dealing with anxiety, that means you're dealing with, you, you're dealing with too much into the future. You're worried about something that might not be time to deal with it yet. Because if, it, if it's real and it's happening right now, that's not anxiety. That's, that's you. That's a whole bunch of other stuff. You have to say what that is. Because anxiety means you got time. If you feel anxiety, you got time. If you feel it. That anxiety is upon you. That means you probably got time. Because that means you got, if you, if you worried about something, that means you got time. You better turn around and ask somebody. And I have been there thinking, oh my God, this is the last. I got to do this now. I can't do it now. I can't do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't know. It, it, what did I say? How many times did I say, I don't know? That's what, that's what anxiety is, not knowing. So you got to figure out how to craft the question. I will never forget in my life sitting there and not able to breathe. The world came in and, and my cousin calling me and she said to me, I didn't ask right. I didn't ask you. She literally said to me, you probably didn't ask it right. It, did you even ask? Because that's how she used to. This is like my stair step cousin and the one next to me. And, and she's like, listen, <laughs> you know, she was that one. She's like always looking back to make sure the ones behind her were like coming along fine. Like y'all, we are leaving breadcrumbs we're leaving footprints please step in them otherwise y'all gonna perish because y'all you know we were the little ones you know and uh and and i just I, y'all i'm telling y'all i thank god i thank god for her and so she was telling me to go to the matriarch of the cousins to ask her because they lived the life that i was heading into and I was like, she was like, you didn't ask, right? You didn't ask. Because she called me. She said, did you get, you get everything worked out? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You didn't ask. You didn't ask. Let me tell y'all. If you feel worry, you feel anxiety, you got time. You got time to craft your ask. 
And even, can I tell you, even if you ask the wrong person, the right person will witness you asking the wrong person and be like, no, nah, they're telling you wrong. It's like this. She witnessed me asking the wrong person. Like, that didn't sound right. You need to ask this. You need to go ask this person. She said, never mind, never mind. I'm going to ask for you, right? Because that's what she does also because we never did move fast enough for her. So, therefore, she asked, and it changed my life. And the worry stopped right then and there. And I knew what it was to take that next breath. I could feel myself take that next breath. I know what it is to be to have to be able to let go of that tug of war to get out of it, whether you win or lose. Guess what? If you watch a tug of war, watch, visualize, because I know y'all probably played one back in school on May Day. I still don't understand. No, I do understand why they play that game now, because it tells you who the weak and the strong are, who's going to survive, even if they lose. There's something, let me tell you, we love a good, a good loser better than we love a sore winner, right? At the end of the tug of war, what is there? Everybody is relieved because it has taken, the war has taken everything out of them. They just want to like, let, let the rope go. You know, it's like the f- moment of letting go feels so good. Um, and that's that's what I know that feeling. And I look for that sense of exhalation <laughs> in my life. You know, I tried not to get to that point, but I, I, I didn't figure this out very early on. I know it now. I'm brave enough to come on this thing and tell y'all that's that's an awesome feeling. Whether you win or lose, just to be done with it. Let me tell you. You know, and then, yeah, you got to face some things. But you know how you do you know how you face a lot going on in life? The worry after meditating this morning to come to you and give to y'all today was it's not even up for discussion, (laughs) not up for discussion. The problems, 90 percent of the problems we have is because the majority of them are no 50 percent of the problems we have is because the wrong stuff is up for discussion. And what we actually need in life is not up for Thank you, Angel, for correcting me real quickly. But let me write that down. That's our infographic for today. For those of you wondering what this is, because I've shared it, a friend has shared it, um, or the platforms, thank God, has shared it. It's called How to Get Out of Bed, because life puts us in a place sometimes. Our decisions, things we do and say people we're around, all these things that we give permission to be in our lives, get us to a point at some point, if you've never been there, thank God, uh, uh, whatever you subscribe to, um, because it is it is a hard place to come out of, and that is under those covers, weighted down not by the blankets, but weighted down by the decisions, those everyday choices and chances, um, all those things that we give permission in our life that just take away our freedoms our opportunities, our understanding. Um, and we end up living with misunderstandings, misopportunities, you know, um, disguise freedoms and all those kind of things. And, and we go from, we go, we bounce around from, <clears throat> uh, anxiety because we don't know how to handle things uh, not yet have happened. And when they happen, we handle them, we mishandle them. And so then we end up living with depression because man, that, that time and that moment is gone. Um, some people go so far as to be living out here living with regrets. That's not necessary. Um, and so forth. So I decided that, Hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm going to live this life out loud. And when I became a blogger and I'm, I've met so many people that have and talked to and realized that, wait, this is human nature. 
all humans go through this at some point. You know, just some of them ask how, how not to live this way. Let me ask and then let me share. That's the, the bigger part of this is sharing. On the other side, a not up for discussion is sharing. But I want to talk about the sharing part. I'm going to write down sharing. For those of you who do also do write down, take notes, do, do the inf- I love that some people take copious notes. I'm going to need y'all to be a co-editors of this book. If you have if you have the 70 uh, uh, sheets up like me, like I have 70. If you if you're on your second or third journal through this journey, you probably are my co-editor. Hit me inbox me because we are publishing this thing. The podcast is the free version. The convenience version will be a download workbook. The premium version will be an actual full on book signing and tour. All right, which uh, has to wrap up through at the end of this summer, going into the fall, so that it could be in your Christmas stocking come December. And I'm trying to check the platforms, make sure we land it. You know that each and every podcast, guys, only the only way I can come on here and podcast with you guys is through support. And let me drop that off of there. And some of that support comes from promotional consideration is brought to you, but provided by Natural Soap by Zakia. You have seen and heard. Hold on. Zakia Ringo is our soap maker. I've been a customer for three years, a friend, uh, a coach, and so forth. And I'm cleaner longer. My shower is cleaner longer. I went yesterday. We went yesterday shopping for things to do our cleaning. And we don't have to do the bathroom. We don't have to do the shower. Uh uh-uh, uh. Because we rinse clean and the shower rinse clean. Because all up and through my house is nothing but natural soap. Body is a key. If you are scrubbing your shower, you're probably scrubbing your body with the wrong thing. So anyway, uh, check go to Natural Soap by the key. If you go there before I finish the podcast, I'll drop you this link. You may want to make sure you use your discount code Dryer Buzz. Shout out to everybody that ordered your Father's Day gifts. Dads, I know y'all love it. If you got the Natural Soap by the key, let me know. Mm. I'm drinking strawberry lemonade, guys. Oh my God. Y'all know, I don't, I'm not crazy about strawberry, but y'all love to see me make strawberry lemonade and the strawberry comes through insane. Strawberry is an insane thing. Somebody please tell me what is strawberry on this earth to do? Because whatever it is, man, a strawberry will overpower lemon. Y'all, I put like five strawberries in this lemonade and it overpowered the lemon. So that means that strawberry is doing something in our system. Okay. Also, uh, you heard me talk about that how to get out of bed is becoming a book. It's uh it's gonna be my next publication. The first one was twenty seven answers to create buzz. The uh ebooks after that was twenty seven answers to rock social media, rock hashtag, rock periscope, rock Instagram, rock twenty seven to rock in your business, all of that. But now I'm gonna tell you how to get out of bed because what I have found in telling people how to create buzz and brand awareness and turn followers into lifetime customers, I found that some of them get to the point very soon in that process and they can't get out of bed because they become overwhelmed because, again, too much of the wrong stuff is up for discussion and they have not perfected the ask to figure out how to do it. Let me tell y'all, get your ask over to authors in business. When I, when I, got ready to, before I published my first book, I spent two years researching the publishing industry. At the end of that two years, the publishing industry went from sending out a bunch of manuscripts, getting a bunch of rejection letters to upload, print and go make upload, print, make money. 
right? It went there. Upload, print, make money, and next thing you know, I'm on the same stages with, you know, the bestsellers or people who have been given all this money. They go write these books, and look, I'm still trying to get to that point. But it leveled the playing field. It leveled the playing field. And again, it's all about the ask. There's somebody out there answering all of those questions. I wish I had authors in business when I published my first book. I would not have literally wasted those two years. But it's because of what I learned in those two years of research and publishing that I can respect the work of authors in business because somebody's doing the work for you that you don't have to put your book on hold for two years to go and research because all you got to do is get your ask over to authors in business go over there and ask them listen here's my book here's my title here's my idea here's my thought what do i need to do to get this book out there on the shelves not just on the shelves but everywhere and as a bestseller when i say everywhere i'm talking about even on the billboards imagine i'm telling y'all this stuff the playing field is absolutely level at every level at every level you just need to get your ask over there and that's what i'm that's probably what i'm gonna call this because you know, y'all got too, too much of the wrong stuff is up for discussion. All righty, let's get back to work here. And also, uh, let me talk about an ask. Get your ask over the social media clinics. Social media clinics are pre- presented by award-winning, excuse me, I'm moving my microphone, award-winning Dryer Buzz. That would be me. That would be me in all of my 17 years as the editor and publisher of Dryer Buzz. That would be me. As the author, 27 answers to create buzz and all the 27 answers, including one on Oprah, one on Beyonce. Okay. Why am I drinking lemonade? Because I told a number of people about how to operate a lemonade stand. And it's like, wait a minute. You told them, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you branding lemonade? You told people how to rock like Beyonce and serve lemonade. Why aren't you serving lemonade? So I came in the kitchen and started serving lemonade. And in one year's time, I got a whole cooking show. I have cooked on a live stage. And I'm like, I'm not even a chef. All I did was come up like, I'm going to take a little time and make, I'm going to make my lemonade a little bit differently. Okay. It's not up for discussion. I'm not squeezing no lemon. Yes, I am going to zest these lemons, trim this pith, add these other um, ingredients, uh, fruits. I'm going to drink real fruit up in here. Oh, wait, you... And you live stream it and people watch it every time you go live making lemonade. You you maintain a 30 to 2 hour audience? Yes, I do. Wait, how do we become a part of that? Well, here's how. You know, I need venue. I need live stage. I need guest celebrities calling. Can I come to the kitchen? No, you don't understand. That's not a studio. That's my kitchen. And somebody goes, well, well, you know what? I have a kitchen. If you want to bring some celebrities up in the kitchen, I've got ven- I've got venue. I've got access to a space. If you want to do a full-on dinner, you know, get your ask out that bed, y'all. I I went and judged a food contest this weekend. I'm sitting at the table, and one of my chef friends go, I need. I think y'all need to meet. Do y'all know each other? And the person goes on to tell me that they just started, founded, created, startup of a hospitality organization and association. What do I tell you all the time? Get your ask in an association. ASK, I'm saying, Um, (laughs) y'all. ASK. Right? And she goes, yes, I just started a hospitality. Yeah, I do need to talk. We do need to talk. I've heard. And she goes, wait a minute. Didn't even ask me my name. She says, wait a minute. I've heard of you. You are. And yes, and you do, and you make, and you da-da-da-da-da. I went to a networking 
um, at the Facebook training, I sat down and I was like, ooh, and I walked in. I was like, ooh, nobody knows me. I sat down at the table for lunch, sat down at the table, a round of eight. It was like eight or ten of us. I don't know. I guess eight. One person at that table didn't know me. One. And when, when, when it seemed she didn't know me, the others kind of ridiculed her. Like, how do you not know? What, what do you mean? And this one said, wait, she was the original of this. And she makes this. You don't watch this. And you haven't seen this. You had not heard this. You know, she felt a little bad. I was like, girl, don't feel bad, honey. I was looking to meet you. <laughs> okay? If they know me, I'm looking to meet you. Now we know each other. And guess what she and I had in common was LinkedIn. Right? And because we don't know each other. Because I'm trying to meet people I don't know so I can connect with them on LinkedIn. And I said, well, one of the reasons we got into a conversation about following people on LinkedIn. I was like, well, one of the reasons I don't want I don't want to follow a bunch of people I know on LinkedIn is because I know I'm on all other platforms because I know how this thing works. So here I found I wanted to go into a space with people I didn't know. I found one, just one, I didn't know. So, and, and a couple others I didn't know, we connected. So anyway... Listen, get your ask to socialmediaclinics.eventbrite.com. I have a clinic uh, Sunday. We have two. We have two meetups Sunday, one for content clinic, and then we have the vendor clinic. And if you are not in Atlanta, we have, um, look, check the flyer. Go look at my timeline for that flyer. We can be on the phone immediately after we do start about about noon, about 1 o'clock, I think today i have to check the calendar anyway okay get your ass not up for discussion not up for discussion some things ought to be especially on social media y'all there's a whole lot that ought to not be up for discussion and a lot of that stuff is where we where it's the blurred line excuse me i promise you the lemonade is not spiked but that was a hiccup the the blurred line between anxiety and depression and esteemed and self-esteem, worry, um, um, neglect, um, feeling like just that, that feeling that's not you, that you're not 100%. In hindsight, I have come to realize that there, and, and probably because my cousin, because I'm that person, I, I would call my cousin, like, girl, okay, I went to this, I, I can't even call her after an event no more, because first thing she's going to say, well, why was it up for discussion? Thank you. Why is it up for discussion? When I get into a consultation or somebody just even just off the wall asking me how to do something, don't you hate when somebody asks you how to do something and you tell them, but then they got a rebuttal? Like, but I see people doing this. Okay, then go do what they do. I'll be here. And guess what? I probably won't. I promise you, I have met with people and told them, listen, and people are coming up to me to this day saying I told them to do something years ago. And I'm like, okay, I was trying to help you be the original, but now you want to be the copy? You know, that's fine. I was trying to tell you to be the original. Now that you see, I remember, y'all, let me tell y'all, when I was in school, my mother bought me this outfit. Now, my mother was a catalog. She shopped with them catalogs, honey. What was it? Spiegel and Sears and all this kind of stuff, right? And I'm like, but mommy, you know, I got to go to school. Kids ain't rocking, stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, and I thank her to this day because she was all about, you're going to be the first. You're going to be the first. You're the original. You're the original. Da, 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 da. And man, she bought me this outfit, y'all. It was like, it was like the bomb. However, I had never seen it before. And I was like, it's cool. 
it's cool. And I remember it was like some kulaks. This is the word kulaks, right? And, uh, and you know, because that catalog would come. Sometimes I would like, I'm going to hide these catalogs because I, I was an only child. And I, I went to school and, and, you know, she didn't understand what was outside that door. Okay. Everybody wasn't like, everybody wasn't rocking like that. And man, and this, it had, it, like, it had these kulaks, it had this fly jacket, it had even a hat, you know? So like when I used to like not wear my new school clothes cause everybody wasn't rocking like that. Right. I'm like, I ain't, I'm, I'm just going to wear whatever, you know, I'm just going to try to get out. Nah, she won't put me on this thing. And I'm like, man. And I remember I wore it and it was like, everybody was like, man, that's, that's hot. And I, I thought like, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's too much. It's just school. It's too much. It's, it, yeah, I wouldn't even like, we ain't talking like middle school, high school, nothing like that. We're talking about damn near elementary. I pray to God I was probably out of kindergarten. I don't even know. But I just remember I saw one. I finally, after I wore mine. I guess I, being forced to wear mine, gave the courage of the other kid. So another kid showed up with it maybe later on that week. I felt so much better. Why? I don't know. And I'm still that that person today. It's like I still want to share. And everybody that knows me knows this is is about me. I'm always trying to share the spotlight. I'm like, listen, because I'm always in the spotlight. Yeah, I promise you. And I'm not I'm not trying to say it for any other reason other than just to let you know there's room. (laughs) Reach, y'all. There's room. There's opportunity. Um, there's no fight for the spotlight. In fact, people in the spotlight are fighting not to be in. I can't tell you how many opportunities I've had. I'm like, not just, why just me? Why? Come on, let's get some other people in here. And I'm telling you, all throughout life, it's been that way. I've had some amazing opportunities, but I realized, like, dang, I got to be the only one? Can we keep, can I prop this door open so some others can come behind me? Yeah, okay. But this is for you. And I got to a point where I had to realize I in Philadelphia, Shay Love is over in Philadelphia. It, you can get on the call, Shay Love. Um, I had I had to get to a point and realize that I had to go ahead and go forth. Right? I had to get to a point and realize, because one of my mother was like, not gonna take less. I had to go ahead and go forth um and just give back. Give back. I remember Oprah. Let me give y'all. In fact, y'all want me to drop her name? I remember Oprah when she, when she amassed her wealth. Um, those around her that that were now around her saw that she didn't really have a total grip on her wealth because she was trying to do so much for others. And they were like, okay, listen, this is not how we do this. Let me show you. And I remember she talked, uh, what was his name? The New York mayor. Goldblum. Was it Goldblum? I want to say Goldberg, but Goldblum. And uh, please correct me if I'm wrong. And she said that this billionaire came to her and said, listen, (laughs) here's how this is done. Um, We make our money, but we create entities by which we then give back. Right? Because you're going to have to, because, you know, you got to give away some stuff anyway when you make this amount of money. You got to give some stuff away. Otherwise, it's going to go all to the IRS, right? So you need those deductions. But you need to create these ancillary things uh, that will take care of that. 
you know, which is why a lot of times you don't see that it was open. It was the foundation here and the foundation there, right? But the first and foremost, you continue to make that money and then you give back. And I had to think about that. I have opportunity all, all day, every day to be in the spotlight. But, and sometimes I can't bring anybody with me. Sometimes I have to go it alone. Sometimes I have to go it ahead, go ahead, you know. And, but yet I get a chance to, I'm, I, I take my ask with me. How do we help some other? There are so many copies. Let me tell you, I take my ask with me. How can we help others? Just like, for instance, when I decided to come into the kitchen, I don't care how many people out there were cooking shows and cooking this, that, and the other, because people respect the fact that, oh, wait, wait, we, we, uh, she's award winning. We respect this. There's going to be a level of truth and authenticity to what she's doing. Uh, and also she's going to have some give back on hers. So let's line up. Here's how we support this. Let's go over there and support this. And I said, you know, like people, well, can I buy a lemonade? No, you, I'm not, I'm not selling a gallon of lemonade, but listen, I know who is right. I know who is. I'm not a, I'm not a chef. I'm not a personal chef, I'm not a caterer. Because first thing they were like, well, you know, we can turn what you're doing into an industry, but, you know, you can't have a dog. I'm like, well, you know, that's my mommy's dog. That dog ain't going nowhere, right? So it's me and the dog. Um, so then they said, well, let's just find out. Let's let's dive into it. I mean, this was this is coming to me. This is coming to me. And they were like, well, let's, let's figure out the trade secrets and let's get that somewhere and get that done. I'm like, what trade secrets? You know, they were like, oh, you got trade secrets because you're doing all this stuff differently. And the fact that you're doing it, somebody said, this is somebody said to me this week, you have trade secrets. Let's get that to the right people and get this done. So therefore there is a lemonade. There is a mac and cheese. Okay. Cause they were like that mac and cheese. Uh, yeah, we need to get some people rocking that, knocking that mac and cheese out. Cause, and, and, and I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be doing all this stuff out of my house. Oh no, we got a facility. This is the kind of conversations when you make the right things up for a discussion. See, had I sat down to that table and sat, just sat there as most of us do when we go to networking events or have opportunity to be around the right people. Now, mind you, I didn't, I wasn't even ready to even have that thought process. This is somebody witnessing. Remember I told you. Even if you tell all your business to the wrong person, somebody will witness you telling it to the wrong person and get you to the right person. These two people sat in front of me having not, I hadn't even uttered a word of what I do yet. These two people sat in front of me and said, literally come up to me. Connection is a bit loopy. Is it? Let me see. Hold on. I am. I've got some, I've got some Wi-Fi issues going on. Let me see if I can. I hope it won't turn you guys, cut you guys off. Let me see if I can turn that off and go directly on that. Hopefully that'll get better. Thank you. I see it. I'm getting, I'm getting the same notifications on. And if you're on one platform, guys, we are on uh, several platforms so you can bounce around to see which one is better. And we also have a how to get out of bed page on Facebook. And so if you're on one platform and having issues. We actually out in a couple places on Facebook. So, and not to mention shares and chat rooms. Two people sat in front of me to tell me that I have this, the spotlight, right? A lot of us don't, don't too much care for the spotlight, but because I have always worked in the background of helping others get to the spotlight. One of the books that I wrote focuses on how to go from the audience to the stage, right? And so 
a lot of times we're in the spotlight because we're just genuine people. And when here's somebody sitting in front of me saying, you have trade secrets. And I hadn't even thought about it like that. Cause I was like, I know one thing I don't want to be, I don't want to be up all night making plates of mac and cheese and having to make the deliveries and the sales and all of that. And I'm like, Hey, the recipe copyrighted trade secret, trade secret. What's that? Oh, that other ingredient I throw up in there. Don't tell nobody. Oh, okay. This is what I'm being told. You know, I mean, Hey, come holiday season, mac and cheese, y'all. I'm just saying, don't think, let's see, you didn't add the phone. I didn't add the phone feature to, 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 oh, on the, you on your, are you over on the social media, social media clinics dot eventbrite.com. The phone feature is on ask that somebody's inquiring about. They see though, I said people are going to the site. The phone feature, the call feature is on askdryerbuzz.com. Ask, see, I said, get your ask over to askdryerbuzz.com. Those, the phone features are on askdryerbuzz.com. The social media clinics.eventbrite.com. Those are the meetups. Those are the two, two meetups. And I noticed now I'm getting a lot of stuff from meetup. I guess they now feel fine. It's okay for you to promote your business. So I may create another meetup. I'll create it. If they let it stand, I'll let it stand. Um, yes. So definitely go and check that out. Yeah. Okay. Ask dryer buzz, D R Y E R B as in boy, U Z Z dot com. That will get you to the calendar where you can choose a time slot and get on the phone with me today. In fact, I just posted how to turn your, and we not, I didn't post it. I post about how to turn your Instagram into a daily email blast. And that will help you be, bring people from all of that noise. Don't you hate when you post something great on it? Cause I'm going to tell you, you get, you get popping on one of these platforms. First thing they're going to do is tell that person, here's another person. Here's the copy of that person. Right. And we all know that that's his, here's their competition. If you like them, you're going to like these other five. And then guess what they're not doing. They are away from your content. So you want to get people, let me tell y'all email is the thing. Email, email blast has never gone away. In two, in 2008, we did the top 10. It live was number one and email was on the list. Email is still on the list. In fact, I have decided I don't even want a website. I, my website is, um, the booking site, right? And cause these other platforms, while they will promote you, email gets you to an intimate space. When a person is looking at that email, they are getting nothing else. Understand that when they are looking at your email, they are getting nothing and nobody else. There's no platform, even on your website, you, you, especially if you have a website and you monetize your website, you on there trying to sell your stuff. Did you know I can go and buy an ad and, and put my offer next to your offer on your website. I'm just saying, especially if you, I mean, that's so you gotta, you gotta be mindful of that, but we'll talk about that on your call. All right. Not up for discussion. Let me tell you about, let's talk about discussion. What should be up for discussion? What should not be up for discussion? If something, let's think about your self-esteem right now. Is your self-esteem on point? Is it at, is it at 100? You 100%, you know, you know how to feel about yourself. I love Cat Williams and Cat Williams says it's called self-esteem. How am I making you feel a certain way about you? Right? Because that means I know too much. And there's a lot, there's a lot that we should know about each other. Don't you hate what you see? And I know I'm gonna tell y'all, you should hate it. I hate when I see a post and it starts out like this. I rarely, if ever, or I never post anything like this. I'm like, well, why are you about to post it now? 
right? I hate those people. I don't like when this discussion is on social media, but because you've been, you see somebody else has said it and they got the results that they want. I hate when people do that because one of the things is I love social media. Social media is my business and I want people putting all their business on social media because I know one thing we have not done and we continue to be told that we are not doing this enough and that is asking for what we need on social media. Yesterday, I saw a person on there, she posted, and she didn't start out saying, I hate to post this, and she said, y'all, I'm at my wit's end, here's what I need, I have got to raise X amount of dollars, and, and I love the fact that she, she didn't just say, give me, she says, here, I've got, I'm going to do this, I've got some things to sell, da 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 by the end, everybody was like, I'll take this, I'll take that, yes, I want this, post this, share that, da 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 boom, okay, she's good. Right. And she didn't put it up just for discussion what she was going through or how she got to that point. Those are the people that distract. How'd you get to that point? Why'd you do that? Well, no, she was like, listen, I got to raise seven hundred dollars by I guess by the first. I make custom drapes. I've got some already that customers did not pick up. If you need this, just go measure this. They're yours. Here's the cut price. I can make, I can design, somebody wants to design, I need to, she says, I need to book 14, I need to, she said, and she didn't say, I. she didn't say, please give me this, give me that, and I don't even mind if she did that, because she could do that too, in the group that we're in, you could do that too, right, as long as you get your ask out there, she says, I just need to book 14, y'all, I need to book 14. And lo and behold, everybody was tagging realtors and people staging and all this kind of stuff. And my comments are delayed because of the platform. Yes, it's delayed because of the platform. Um, and so she got, she booked her 14 because she realized, wait a minute, there's something going on on this social media. And she did it in what we call a safe spaces in a group of people because she has seen, she has witnessed Witness that that's the reaction when you are authentic and when you are truthful, right? And letting people know what's going on. She was like, because there's no, we're neighbors. This is our neighborhood group. You She can drive through the neighborhood and tell a lot of people need curtains, right? But that's not up for discussion. That's not up for, not up for discussion. It's not up for discussion. If you put it up for discussion, even if you put it up for discussion and people try to entertain these other things, don't you entertain it. Keep it moving because a lot of times you got to push on through the woods the, the weeds and all that kind of stuff to get to it. Because there's somebody who's going to always say, man, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you let people know that. They can't believe it. That's them. They can't believe it. But you better get your ask. You better get your ask out there. Get your ask out there. A-S-K, I'm saying. Get your ask out there. What is it you need to ask? I guarantee you, you need to ask something. When I, need, when I wanted to come in here and make the lemonade, I didn't, I didn't, I experimented with it. I changed some things up with it. But I went and I went and looked and like how are people making this, you know, because they were doing the lemonade detox. It started with this lemonade detox, and then we were like, well, wait, wait a minute, this lemonade thing is kind of good. We've been on it now probably about a year and a half. We've been drinking this every every day. There's a picture, fresh picture of lemonade every other day. Rather, I started out, and then I'm like, well, let me live stream it. I can literally live stream myself zesting lemons. In fact, I'm gonna zest a couple here when I get off of here. I'm sitting here looking at big old lemons. I'm going to zest some lemons because you heard me say I was at the end of it. I could go live right after this and entertain the audience making this lemonade. And when I'm in the process of making that lemonade, somebody will go on the link. I'm going to drop with it and go and order some lemons. I don't even sell lemons. Why the heck I don't sell lemons? Because I'm trying to find the lemon trees, right? 
I will um make this batch of lemonade. I got strawberries. I don't want no more strawberries. I got a blueberry. I got some blueberries. So I'm probably gonna make a blueberry. I love it. It's all pink lemonade. Um, and it's funny because people think blueberry lemonade. I was talking with my soap maker. And she was saying she was going to make some blueberry something, but she was going to make it blue. And I let her know, well, blueberry um, makes a deep shade of red, right? I understand it's blue, but there's a deep red color that comes out of blueberry. That lemonade is a beautiful dark red. Same thing with blackberries. It don't make black lemonade. It makes a beautiful red lemonade, right? So, but guess what? If she hadn't asked, if she hadn't put it out there, I wouldn't witness. I wouldn't have witnessed because everybody was like, she was asking what color should it be. Everybody was saying blue, 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 blue. I'm like, no, it's red. You know, I, I promise you, go look at the lemonade. I have made blackberry lemonade, blueberry lemonade, peach lemonade. Um, what else? We made mango lemonade. We've made basil lemonade because there's a coffee. There's a coffee shop. Now, mind you, here I am right here. I'm not saying, hey, listen, I got some great basil lemonade. No, I tried the basil lemonade. Because there is a coffee shop in my city that sells this frozen basil lemonade. And it is some of the best thing ever. I think it's called Our Coffee House. Our Coffee Shop. My favorite coffee shop or something like that is over in East Atlanta on Memorial Drive. What do they call that? Right there down from the golf course. Um, what do they call that side of town? I forget. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Right there off of going down Main at Ter- go Main at Terrace to Memorial Drive. Uh, even if you're not from Atlanta, you know what I'm talking about because y'all roll into Atlanta like everything, right? And as a matter of fact, if y'all are coming to Atlanta, I think this weekend there's a ta- there's another taste event. I think Southwest Atlanta is getting ready to have their first annual tasting event. That's awesome. I love, I was born, I was raised in Southwest Atlanta and um, I, I just love to see them getting it together. Um, so, but anyway, I haven't written down much because it, it literally stops at the ask. And things that ought not to be. It's too much up for a discussion that won't let you move the needle. There we go. Move the needle. What we're talking about here is we want to move the needle. This book that I'm working on, How to Get Out of Bed, is designed to help you move the needle. In over 70 conversations that we have had, over 70 of these daily podcasts about daily living conversations that we have had, we hope that you have moved the needle. I know I have moved the needle. I'm in the kitchen. I'm not in the bed. The very first podcast I did was me going live saying, y'all, I can't make it out of bed. I can't get out of bed. This thing, this grief, this trauma is too much. Um, I ended up, you know, I, I came, I tried to bounce back too fast, become, became overwhelmed, um, you know, and so forth. And I went to an event and people were sharing and I'm like, that's what it, that's not my circle to share in that environment. I share, I go live, I go live, I do a podcast, I do a live stream, I blog. That's how I get through it. And it has been awesome and amazing. It, it has helped me and it has helped others um, come together in this conversation. And let me see where we on time. We're right at 39. We try to go about 45 minutes. I go about 45 minutes because I love nines. Uh, and 45 minutes is the setting on the dryer and we call dryer buzz and all those kinds. I just try to make things make sense. And that's what I wanted to do with this was to make getting out of bed make sense because it wasn't making sense anymore because it was so painful, it was so hurtful. There were things that we just are exposed to in this world. Um, there are people that just, you know, just in the way. People will get in the way, y'all. They will get in the way. People will deplete us. They will exhaust us to get what they want and they'll take it and be gone. 
and we end up finding out that we don't have, especially givers, givers, when they realize you're a giver and then they can take it, take it, take, you know, and it's okay because you're a giver, so you can justify it all the time. But when you get to that point where you just deplete it, you can't justify that. And I wanted us, the givers, to stop trying to justify the fact that we end up at a point and there's nobody for us to turn to. There are no resources for us because guess what? There are. There are places for us to turn. That it's okay. I'm a giver and it's not up for discussion. I'm a sharer and it's not up for discussion. I live my life differently. It's not up for discussion, right? I, I do things differently. It's not up for discussion. And there are a couple of times that sometimes the way I, I do things, I have to be cognizant that, okay, this is how I do it. I have to make sure it doesn't infringe on others. And there have been a time or two where it has. And I've had to have that discussion. It's like, wait a minute. Okay, I understand that's how you do it, but it's infringing. There's a little bit of neglect going on. I told you about that conversation. There's some things that I think that you need to take care of. Um, and you, when you go through anxieties and, and depression, you lose that sense. You lose a sense of time. You don't realize how much time has passed because you have to come out of the fog of it, right? And coming out of the fog is such a great thing. It feels so good. But you, there's a, there's another, and I don't want to say a sense of regret there, but because you have lost time, right? You've got to start looking at time in a different way. And that is by accomplishments, not, not saying that something accomplishing something great, but by measuring your task and coming back to moving the needle. So in that, I know that time for me, I have to look at time differently so that I can understand it. I have to make sure that I am constantly moving the needle. It, there's something that I'm always working towards and these goals and things that I want that I'm getting, if I've not gotten them done, that I'm getting closer to them, that they are in works. One of the ways I did that was taking the ING off of everything, right? You know how we love to say like cooking, no, I want to have cooked that. Uh, going, no, I want to have gone making sure that I get the tents of things done, that I completely understand that the tents of things. And we did a podcast on that. You can go back and look it up. Um, if you can't, whatever platform you're on, because immediately after I get done with this, I turn them into an audio. You want to know how to turn your live streams immediately into audio podcasts. You get that in the social media clinics. Um, I turn this into a podcast, so if you want to go back and search for some of those things, I go back and I look at the infographic and I take a title and I put a title on there. We had a, we had a podcast where we talk about, are you in <clears throat> present tense, past tense, future tense, present tense, or past tense? And a lot of times when there, where there's trauma, that you, it's hard to identify what tense it is because when people are talking about something that happens to them, they are literally reliving that, and so you're back in that moment. But... When we're trying to measure whether or not we are on task, up to par, um, living out our dreams and our goals and, and getting just what we want out of life, we need to be able to identify the tense of it. So that's another thing. And the only way to do that is you got to be, you got to have moved the needle. You know, like when I wake up in the morning and it gets to be a certain time or there are a certain amount into the day. Have I done the podcast? At the end of the podcast, I'm like, whoa, I did it. I committed to it. It's something I said I would do daily. If given the day, 
I'm going to talk about how I'm going to approach the day, gain clarity in the day in hopes that it will help somebody else so that I can warn you, not scare you, but prepare you for those things to come, sharing my hindsight so that you can use it for your, your foresight. And I want to tell y'all, social media, a lot of us got it twisted about social media. It's too much up for discussion. It's too much up for discussion. We don't need to know all that. Okay. It's too much up for discussion. And I'm going to tell you what I, when I talk about up for discussion, a lot of the justice issues, a lot of the issues that's going on with the police and the police brutality. No, I'm not going to go too far down there. Do y'all know that the case, the many of the cases, many of the cases that are not up for discussion, they're not brought so much before the public, public opinion you know, it's like, hey, you voted. That's all the opinion you need on this thing. You voted for the people that chose their police chief, that, that chose the department heads that hired these cops. That are road cops within a system that people that are protecting us. You, you, you voted. You voted for this. You voted for this. Okay? You voted whether you voted or you didn't vote. You voted for the, you voted for the elected who selected your police chiefs, who selected the department heads, who hired some of these road cops who now have our good cops out there having to defend us from cops, not even from the criminality that goes on in our community uh, that many of us have given birth to because of all this other stuff that's up for discussion. This is not up for discussion. And many of the cases that are not up for discussion have been settled. And these, and these police officers are going to jail. Unfortunately, it's not in those, it's not in the situation in the cases that were where there was marches. And I'm not saying don't do that stuff because there, there should be a level, level, but it's too much up for discussion. There's too much up for discussion. So when I see a cop get 25 years, 15 years, and this was, it's like, wait, where did that case come from? You didn't see it. You didn't hear about it. The family went in and they took care of that. They got their attorneys and they got the, they, in fact, you can't even get it. To, they, they voted for the right people who, they voted for the right uh, people who put in the right police chief, who hired the right department heads to make sure that that person who, when they went out and murdered that citizen, that they did, didn't get this duty, that they got a true investigation. And then they got a true uh, prosecutor who prosecuted and that police, that that rogue person who ended up, I'm not even going to call him a police officer, that rogue person that ended up in that police department on that force is now going to jail because they should not have been hired in the first place, right? And so when that person went to jail, the person that hired them, oh, you don't work no more. Because if, you, if the police department can't even identify the rogue people among them, how are they going to protect the community, right? It's not up for discussion. These are the things that we need to have. And one of the things that I was known for in this city and every time the police, the police chief sees me, I, I ain't got but one question. Is your city safe? And I remember we had a police chief in this city. And every time I saw him, he knew the question. And you know what? He already had to answer. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Because he couldn't say this city was safe. Like, you can't tell me this city is safe. Because until I move back into the city, and I'm not, until I am living back in the city, it's not safe. And every day, every time I saw him, and unfortunately, every time I saw him was at um, at, at one of the the um, entertainment type stuff. I'm like, dang, I never see you at the marches. I never see you at, you know, well, I, actually I did. I had a video that went around the world because he finally showed up to one. But anyway, I'm just saying, um, 
every time I saw him, he couldn't say. He couldn't say. He couldn't say that our city was safe. He could. He definitely couldn't say the city he came from was safe. And and every time I saw the the mayor that we that they voted for, because I I don't think I got a chance. I don't think I was in the city. I think I might have been in the city to vote that mayor's first term. And then I was like, okay, this didn't go well. So let me get the hell up out of here. But. Every time I saw that mayor, I'm like, okay. And I'm even, I'm like, I'm, I find it interesting that we, we and not, not we, because we, we, we have a mayor. We did get a new police chief when we got our mayor in my city. But I'm surprised that the city of Atlanta didn't change um, police chief. And I know they wanted, you know, the, the women, women running the city looks good. Um, and I think, I think the female police chief, I think she is handling some things. But, you know, and it's a lot not up for, it's not up for discussion. But there are some things that need to be up for discussion. I said I wasn't going to get all into that. But not up for discussion. Um, so I exercise. You know I'm getting into that point so we can wrap up. The exercise for the day is you need to, dis- to decide what's not up for discussion. Because you let people take you. And I'm talking about you. We. Us. We. Let me put it this way so you won't take yourself out of the equation. We let people take us into discussions about things that get us off track. It take us off our take us off our square, off our goal. It, it clouds our peripheral. It clouds what we should be focused on. You know, it takes us off focus. Learn how to say that's not up for discussion. Because when we had that podcast where I told you that you are the answer, we had the day where you are to answer every question with a question, and not to be smart. Because I, I I was also that child. I was always always you got a smart mouth. <laughs> And sometimes people say, you got a smart mouth. You know, some people liked it, some people didn't. I'm sorry you can't come to me if, and just, just get what you want to know about somebody because I I'm, I'm, I ain't going to talk about them people. And I'm, and I'm always shocked when people, that's why I keep a, a tight circle. I can't stand when somebody just comes to me and volunteers somebody else's business because I ain't asked. I didn't ask. I literally, in a, especially, and I end up in a conversation that I didn't ask for, I'm like, wait, what's going on here? You know, do you, do you go forth with my information like that? And I'm like, I remember one time somebody came to me and said, you know, I was talking with a friend and they said, I'm like, you talking with a friend about who? Right? Cause, cause we don't have that person in common. So what, what kind of influence were you trying to gain with my information? <laughs> right? And they're looking at me like, wait, what kind of question is that? Exactly. What kind of influence were you trying to gain with them by talking about me? And then you coming back to me, telling me what they said, and I ain't asked. I didn't ask. Well, they were thinking that you, I didn't ask. You know, and, I, and, and it doesn't sound like anything that's going to benefit me. So who did it benefit in this conversation that you had? Because that's what I'm, I'm like, you know, because overcome, I, I, I'm just saying. You know, and hopefully there's a legitimate answer. Because you've brought nothing yet to the table that's beneficial. You brought, you know, because I, I, I don't know, I don't know how, how you delivered the information. I don't even know why I was up for this. How, wait, how? Because I stopped and I'm like, wait, why was this up for discussion? Well, you know, I was just talking about, okay, why did you need to leave this scenario, go into that scenario with, with some kind of discussion? Because they wanted to know why you were there. Why? Because the question, because really, I, I guarantee you, they were asking why something that good happened to you. Because those are the kind of people you're around. I had to give them this lesson in that moment, right? It was up for discussion because they want to know how did you get to benefit from being in the, scenario, in the scenario where I took you. And you should have said, 
it, that's not up for discussion. You've got to learn how to say that's not up for discussion because guess what? You won't be in that environment again because you t- don't know how to handle, don't know how to deal with this thing. That's why they say you can't take every, everybody can't go. Everybody can't go. Learn how to say that's not up for it's not up for discussion. There are things like I have stuff going on. I'm like, okay, I gotta move. I gotta move further from, not move away from, but I gotta move further through. Further, I gotta move the needle on some things. And there are those they've seen it. They know things have happened. And one of the things I know, if I talk about it, remember I talked about trauma. The tense will change. I'm trying to make it past tense, so it's not a. It's not up for discussion. Cause Lord knows there's enough of it out there. Just go. Just go. Drop the hashtag and get it, right? It's not up for discussion. My plans right now, not up for discussion. And and because I'm discussing them with whom it's happening, okay? Whom it has happened, it's not up for discussion. I need you to find out. Make your list, your pros and your cons. There's two sides. Two. You can do three because there are three sides to this thing. And I want you to have a three. Make a list. One column, two column, three column. What are the things in your life that's not up for discussion? Those are the things that you know you got to do. You want it. You want it. You got to get your. Uh, uh, the third column is what's the ask, right? What's the ask or the objection? It's not up for discussion. And you know, somebody might give you pushback on that. Then I want you to have your objection. It could just be because I object. <laughs> Make them think a little harder, right? That's not up for discussion. Why? Because I object. <laughs> Your Honor, I object. That's not up for public. It's not up for the court of public opinion. Right? Make them think of something else. It's not up for discussion because it is not introduced into the court. I'm not introducing that into the court of public opinion. Now, at this, by this time, they don't forget what they asked. Right? they like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it. No, it's not up for discussion. Why? I object. Why? It's not up for the court of public opinion. Because there's, I mean, there's no benefit of it being in the court of public opinion, right? Then, the, so in the second in the second column, what is up for what is up for discussion, and who do you need to discuss it with? Who is particularly what you should pay attention to? And I'm gonna tell you, even if you take the risk, make the risk of discussing it with the wrong person, the right person is gonna witness y'all. I can tell y'all, the right person will witness you doing the wrong thing. And we'll try to interject. Just be ready for it. Because they're going to come. Right? The third column is, I want you to put your ask or your objection. Let me write that down. So the first column is, what's up for discussion? The second column, not discuss, no discuss. And the third column is your ask or objection. Right? If it's up for discussion, what's the ask? If it's not up for the discussion, what's the object? How do you, why do you object? Good luck. Okay, so think about that, right? What's up for discussion? What's not up for discussion? If it's not up for discussion, you should, discussion, you should have an objection. If it's up for discussion, you should have an ask. And you should know who to ask. If you don't know who to ask, ask somebody. Who is, and phrase it this way, who do I ask about? And then they're going to, well, why you want to know? That's not up for discussion. Who, do you know who I ask? It should be yes or no. If it's a yes, who? They'll, if they're willing, and so a lot of people aren't willing, aren't willing to give it to you. That's a roadblock. That's resistance. Keep it moving. 
Don't don't force it. Don't get in your feelings like, oh, they don't want me to have it. Because there you go right there. They don't want you to have it. They don't want you to know. Right? Don't get mad. Don't retreat. Don't go back to bed. They just know. They don't want you to know. Right? Now, it's okay if they, they know it and they don't put a price on it or you're willing to pay it. So you got to, it's, it's, this is choices. Remember we said yes, was it yesterday, y'all? Hold on. Let me go back, look at the notes. Was it yesterday or the day before? Let's see. Yesterday. No, nope. let me see. Under, yesterday we talked about under influence and then we talked about it. Chance or choice. Okay, two day, two podcasts ago we talked about every second is a chance or a choice. Chance, every second is a chance and a choice. All right. Now, if you're asking somebody and they have a price on it, then it's back on you. Do you want to pay that price? You know, you probably have, you probably object to that when you should just go on and pay for it, right? So that's our exercise for today. And, and think about where you are. Think about what you need to know to get where you want to go. Um, from the top to the bottom of our infographic day, we, we put the, the, call, the name of this is, is not up for discussion. You were sharing too much when we should be asking. You're sharing all this stuff, but you still don't have an ask. In fact, I um, at the networking, we will not go to the networking. Not yes, yesterday I rested. I thought yesterday was Saturday. Wednesday, I went to the networking, and the person I was sitting next to has a business. And, and one interesting thing, they talked about how they have all this stuff out on social media, but they can't quite craft their call to action. She says, we, we have, you know, we've done all of this. We got it all out there. But they have, at the end of the day, they have not crafted the call to action, meaning that there's no shop now, no book now, no sign up, you know. And they're putting out all this information and they're answering all this stuff, but they're not converting. They're not converting. And so that's one of the reasons they were there to learn about ads. But then they also got to learn about social media clinics. And so we'll be doing a clinic for their group. Um, but to craft their call to action. What's your call to action? You don't have one. You don't know. When I said get your ask in an association, there's an association pertaining to the industry that you're in. And if you're not in that industry, you probably missed. There was an amazing luncheon uh, yesterday, and I really was intending to go. Um, but I went, covered so much on Wednesday, and I was like, it's hard to do back-to-back because of the content in between. And so I didn't get a chance to. And plus, family was, you know, Family, I was hanging out with my daughter, and uh, I, I decided, hey, that was more important, so let me do that, because I've covered this event a number of times. But it's an awesome event, and it's awesome networking. And it was a lot of familiar faces, so, you know, I got a chance to catch some of it online. Um, no regrets, right? Because yesterday led to a lot of productivity that's going to... Um, my daughter and I were able to craft some things and bounce some things off each other and figure out where we want to go, because we were trying to figure out, well... We've got to make some decisions uh, about the next year and what each of us is doing. And so we had a chance to get that done and finalize some things that we're going to do today. So we got a chance to go over what was up for discussion, what's not up for discussion. Sharing, ask, move the needle, change the tense, change your tense on things. On that note, I know y'all are probably like, okay, I got to go. Man, she's going to give some more good stuff. No, we're going to stop. We're going to stop here. We're going to stop here at 59, counting down the last seconds of a one-hour podcast. Thank you so much, beloved ghosts, and, and those of you that are hanging out over, over on the Periscope. I kind of had you guys in my peripheral, but um, we subscribe to a journal moment, so I have written this down in my journal. Hopefully, you guys are, are grabbing a journal. 
um, and just taking some notes and jotting some things down. I could not podcast with you if it was not for the actual support that we get. So I want to, let me see if I can get switch this thing over, say thank you to Natural Soap by Zakia. Uh, when you go and shop at Natural Soap by Zakia, um, we get support here at Dryer Buzz. I am a three-year customer of Natural Soap by Zakia. I stay cleaner longer. My bathroom stay cleaner longer because I bathe and, and shower with Natural Soap by Zakia. My skin stays glistening, no lotion needed. I'm telling you, I'm very moisturizing and I, I'm look, sitting here looking at three bars trying to decide. I think I need to, which one am I? I'm using, I don't know. I, I took the, the label off and I don't know, but mine is like a, it's a really deep blue bar and it smells so good and it feels so good. Um, and so listen, let me think, where are we, where are we, where are we travel? A lot of you are traveling. Everybody's traveling. In fact, uh, Petty Betty is getting ready to go on another cruise and no, yeah, she's going to Petty Betty's going to be gone for a whole, she got a whole week of stuff. Let me tell y'all how the Petty Betty has gone online and become, um, got, gotten the powers invested in her. She's going on a cruise to perform a renew, a vow renewal. I'm like, girl, see, that's what I'm saying. And guess what? Her vacations, Petty Betty vacations are not up for discussion, honey. She done found a way to enjoy her traveling. And I love the fact that my daughter and, and my kids are just doing the doggone thing. Um, so she will be going, um, um, on a cruise and she's going to perform her friend's vow renewal. And that's what I'm talking about. And they have been just amazing friends. And I love the dedication that they have for each other. And guess what? Their friendship, y'all. It's not up for discussion. This vacation that they're going on was not up for discussion. So we were out yesterday looking for a travel size. So she was getting all her travel size stuff together. And I said, you know what? I said, well, we got the travel size because I ordered um, the sample size soaps, right? And I, I, they, if you order the sample kit, you literally get what I call the hotel size, the little travel size. And so she'll be taking a bar of, and it, it's just enough to last, you know, on the vacation. You ain't got to try to bring it back home or leave it, throw it away. You're going to use it. And not only that, it you you don't have to worry about using something, you know, on, on vacation. You don't have to, like everybody right now is concerned about what's in the water, what's in the alcohol, what's in the food, and all those kinds of things. This is something that you will be able to take with you. So if you are traveling this summer, if you vacation after vacation after vacation, and let me tell you, if you are not, on vacation after vacation after vacation, let me uh, get a travel expert contact me now because this is a daily living podcast. So if you have vacations, you want to support the podcast and you want me telling all these people to come and sign up for your vacations. If you and, and let me tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all too about a retreat too coming up. Um, you want to go to Natural Soap by Zakia, order the sample, order the sampler. In this sampler, you get to get, you get four, I think it's four bars. I usually get two samplers because as soon as the soap hits the house, everybody's grabbing a bar. Um, and you get to try, if you haven't decided what's your favorite bar, you get to try some of her greatest creations, okay? And some that she specifically make in the trial size, in the travel size um, for you guys, knowing that. There are certain things that you need to travel with and they're, they're perfectly, you listen and you take it and you use it and you smell good and you feel good, especially because you know, when you're on vacation and you need to like, just at the end of the day, you know, you need a vacation after the vacation, you need to luxuriate at the end of the day. You know, I'm just saying, and let me tell you like the luscious lemon or the lemongrass, those are my favorite. 
Those are my two favorites right now. But then she also has the uh, uh, um, activated charcoal. She also has one um, with the tea tree oils. Like uh, I love, I love the. And I know that's a strong scent, but tea tree is really good. And I love the soaps that she has. And all of them are made with um, natural oils. In fact, I'm gonna read an ingredient on one of these soaps. Let me read. I, I I can read you guys. Let me see if I can see it. Peppermint. Okay. Peppermint tea, distilled water, saponified oils of organic coconut, olive oil, palm kernel oil, I'm sorry, palm kernel oil, flakes, sweet almond oil, castor oil, mango butter, peppermint essential oil, and mica coloring. And the coloring is basically just the um, red that's in this peppermint soap. And I haven't even opened a peppermint soap because I'm going to tell you, when I, open a when I open this peppermint soap, it's going to be a peppermint house, right? She has one, that Luscious Lemon Whip Soap. Every time I use my Luscious Lemon, I, I need another one. Uh, my kid, my, my family would be like, Mom, what kind of cereal are you eating? I'm like, this is not cereal, it's a soap. Because it's so fragrant and it just fills your house, y'all. I'm telling you. So get your travel size um, just to check it out. And then I said I was mentioning to you the retreats and different things like that. Um, authors, let me tell y'all. The authors you already know. That during the summer is is book festival season. Uh, every major metropolitan, even down to the little country towns, are having book festivals. So authors are on. You guys, I know you guys are traveling, uh, and and doing your book signings. Well, authors in business has a book tour. They're going on a three city tour. If you are an author and you want to travel with other authors and go into these three major, major metropolitans and have and be a part of um, their book signings. And they have a panel discussion and they have a book signing. Um, some of them were in, I think they've done them in Microsoft stores. They've done Bloomingdale's. Um, I mean, it's been absolutely awesome witnessing, witnessing this progression and to now have their support as an author on the podcast. And they also have a retreat coming up. And then they also right now, here in Atlanta, authors and business are taping episodes. So if you want to do, if you have not yet done or crafted or learned to craft your interview style for your book, you need to go over and get in the interview line um, to be interviewed. Hey there, Glory, what's going on? Go over to Authors in Business so that you can call AIB Talks. Look that up. Hashtag AIB Talks. And you can see some of the photos and a little bit of the video of the authors that they're interviewing. So if you you don't yet have, and let me tell you, one of the reasons you want to do these interviews is because they become great marketing material in selling your book. And people, especially if you are pitching to, as a speaker, and the first thing they want is send us an interview. Send us where you've spoken before, right? So it helps you to build up your marketing on that. So definitely make sure that you join. They have a member. If you're not, if you're not ready, you're just in a, listen. If you think you have something to say in a publication, you need to be part of this association. They have a membership where you can get information in your email and notifications, join the, the groups here and there, and, and get ready, and get ready. Get your ask, A-S-K, get your ask in the association. All righty, and then last, uh, not necessarily, well, yeah, last, because I'm going to let you guys get ready to get out of here, is the social media clinics. Look for my flyer. Um, I posted one this morning where, 
um, I'll be talking with people today, turning their Instagram. You can turn, did you know you can turn your Instagram? It depends on what you're crafting out there. You can turn your Instagram, you can turn your Twitter, you can turn your Facebook, you can turn definitely your website. And I, some of you probably are, if you have a website, I know you already got that, but like most of us, you're not posting daily to your website. But did you know you could turn your social media into a daily email blast? And that way, when you're still, hopefully you're still generating your list because I'm telling you, when these platforms start tripping, when, when these, well, we don't know when they're going to stop tripping, but everybody, especially during the summer, there's a lot of changes going on on these platforms. And whether people got their notifications on or not, um, they will always go and check and see if they got an email, right? Turn your social media, your content that you're pushing out into a daily email. Talk to me. I'll tell you how to do that. Go to social media clinics. Go to Ask Dryer Buzz. If you want to do it on a call today, go to Ask Dryer Buzz and book your calls today. Check the calendar. If you're not ready, get ready. Uh, if you're in Atlanta, I have two meetups on Sundays. Two meetups on Sundays. Um, so two clinics on Sundays. One is a content clinic. The other is a um, vendor clinic. And then I do clinics for groups. I will on Saturday. I'll be doing a content clinic with young with the young people of Fulton County. So the young writers of Fulton County. I'll be doing a content clinic with them on blogging. And I'm gonna have. Let me tell you. When I leave there, all of them will have a daily email. Why do I say a daily email? Do you know that's how the internet, that's how um, blogging and, and started newsletters. Okay. You need to have a newsletter. There are some, I subscribed to one the other day. I was listening to a radio show and I heard this. I was like, man, how does this man know? How does this man keep up with all this stuff? He's subscribed to everything. So when he wakes up in the morning, he just goes to his email and he has like one, he mentioned it, it was mentioned. It was called log in. And I was like, let me go find out who does that. Cause I'm like, I need that day. I need to wake up with that kind of data. Right. And, and, uh, and I went and signed up for the email and then there's another one. I'm like, wait a minute. There's one newsletter that I'm signed up for. It comes twice a day. It comes one time in the morning and, and you know, cause you can't, you can't think to go to somebody's website. Y'all ain't going over. Y'all ain't going to somebody's Facebook page was troll in the troll zone. Yeah. But as far as your ask, you're not going. There are people out there doing the work for you. So I get one of those. They, it comes twice a day. It comes once in the morning and once in the afternoon. And this particular one is called Help a Reporter Out, where reporters and journalists are looking for interviews. They're like, I want to interview a person who does this, who does that. And this. I mean, they're full to the brim. There's one um, that just went out of business. I'm like, why are they going out of business? Don't they know this thing is going to turn around? And it's going to turn around like that. And they've, they've stopped, right? Because they probably aren't, they probably, and I could tell they weren't getting the revenue that they were getting, but they didn't change. They didn't adapt. They kept trying to do it in a, in a traditional sense of press release. And I'm like, it ain't even that serious. It's like they, this particular entity, they're tweeting this information, but who has time to go and find it on Twitter when you can get the information twice a day in an email? And I'm like, wait a minute now. I just signed up for one email to come every morning and another one comes twice a day. I'm like, where's mine? Let me go do mine. I'm like, wait, where am I going to pull this content? Because Lord knows I ain't trying to. I'm like, you're already updating enough. Just gather that info and let. And guess what? It's a set it and forget it. I said it. 
I forget. It's done. It's done. It's going until I stop it, right? So that's why you want to answer, how did I do that? How did I do that? I know y'all are in my inbox already, but how did you do that? Let me tell you. Go catch the flyer. Catch the link. Go to askdryerbuzz.com. Book a call. Let's see what you got going on. And I'm going to tell you today how to fix your social media. I'm going to tell you today how to fix your social media because I'm going to tell you, my email went out this morning. I can't tell you the replies that I got from, it, it started this morning, went this morning at 4 a.m. Okay. I was asleep. I can't tell you what I, the opportunities, the offers that I woke up to this morning because the people who are making the offers, they don't have time trying to go to your Instagram and to your Twitter and to your website. They are out there trying. Why, Yolanda, why did you set your email for 4 a.m.? Uh, because the people need to be on air at 6. And I need them to have two hours of research so that they'll know why. Because I need for them to be able to call me at 5 and say, hey, can you go live at 6? And I need to be able to get the frog out of my throat. Because I know that's when the producers are out there. Because and the, and the interns, okay, because they they wake up at three a.m. and they're pulling they're pulling information at four, right? They got to be ready to go live at five. I'm just saying. I don't know why your I don't know why your newsletter is going. You know, all these other times of the day, because the decision makers are out there way early in the morning. And I'm one of those decision makers, and I'm trying to find you so I can tell your story and help you listen. Get your ask. Get your ask out of bed. Oh, that's a good one right there. Get your ask out of bed. I'm going to write that down. A-S-K. Out of bed. All right. Bye, y'all. I reiterated. I've said it all uh, a number of times. Exercise today. What decide what's up for discussion? Decide what's not up for discussion. If it's up for discussion, what's the ask? What are you asking? Okay. If it's not up for discussion, how do you object? Somebody's trying to get in your business. That's not up for discussion. Why? Because I object. Why? Because it's, I'm not introducing it into the court of public opinion. Keep it moving. Keep it. Learn how to keep it moving. I keep it moving. I keep it moving. I'm going to keep it moving now. And I'm going to ask y'all to do me one more favor before I keep it moving. And that is. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Bye.